0: It's something that we all desire. If you look at the world around us, our media, our TV shows, everything, we always talk about hope. We hold on to it during the hard times. we We say things like, you just gotta have hope. You just gotta you just gotta hold on to that hope. I mean, we even in the state of South Carolina, where I live right now, part of our national or part of our state slogan is, while I breathe, I hope. This would have been written during um, right around the time of the Revolutionary War. And and the thing to keep in mind there is they were facing hard times. And what they're saying is, as long as there's breath in my lungs, there is hope. That idea of hope, the idea of holding on to hope is something that you see show up in so many different places even even star wars one of the one of the most uh one of the biggest uh, movie franchises out there the very first episode ever created is called a new hope because it was a galaxy right it is based in a galaxy that was under the dictator rulership of an emperor who was evil and they needed hope they needed something to hold on to something to cling to they needed a new hope we all want hope oxford dictionary defines hope as a feeling of expectation and a desire for certain thing for a certain thing to happen a, a specific thing that's what it means here when it says certain thing it means a specific thing so you're holding on to the hope of something happening some of you are hoping for a new job some of you are hoping to get married someday some of you are hoping to buy a house some of you are hoping To make it through cancer some of you are hoping to get past whatever circumstances you are in but you are hoping for this you are wishing for this you are waiting with eager expectation for this certain thing to happen and that is the hope that you are holding on to well the bible doesn't ignore this idea of hope in fact it has a lot to say about hope and here in first peter chapter 1 verse 3 says blessed be the god and father of our lord jesus christ According to His great mercy, He has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. He's talking about a living hope. And see, that's what separates the hope that we have as Christians apart from all other hope out there. This isn't hope like a wishful thinking. It's not, I hope we get to go to the ice cream shop today i hope it doesn't rain today it's not that kind of hope this is a hope based in certainty that is why it's called a living hope it is a hope that is based on the resurrection of jesus christ oxford that definition i read but I, I find it funny because if you read it one way it says a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen and what That definition is saying a certain thing to happen. It's saying a specific thing. A specific thing. It's it's using that that word certain very loosely. But the reality is for a Christian, we have a living hope that is certain. It is 100% certain to happen. We hold on to it. And it is the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. But the living hope that we have, right? He... It says that he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. And to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you. Who by God's power are being guarded through faith for salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. We have an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading. It is an eternal inheritance. It is one that is going to last forever and it's all based on the hope that we have in jesus christ and we are being kept by god's power right guarded through faith for salvation ready to be revealed in the last time the hope that we have is that we will see him face to face one day this hope is important this hope That we have is something that we need to hold on to because in verse six it says, In this you rejoice. So we rejoice in this hope. In this you rejoice, though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been grieved by various trials. So he's saying, Rejoice in this hope that you have, even if for a little while, if necessary, you will be grieved by various trials, so that the tested genuineness of your faith more precious than gold that perishes though it is tested by fire so that that tested genuineness of your faith may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of jesus christ the reason it's important to hold on to this hope is because our faith is going to be tested through trials for various trials it's a similar wording to what james says when he says count it all joy brothers when you fall into trials of various kinds the thing is, is that we are all going to go through hard times. And our faith is going to be tested. The genuineness of our faith is going to be tested. I think back over my life and over the lives of some of my friends, and I see some of the things that friends and family have endured. A- and at times in those situations, it's easy to want to think, well, why? Why is God doing this? I've seen friends who who have had premature uh, babies born and, and in the NICU for months on end while well, they're just hoping every day that they survive. Other friends who have children with cancer and and people who've lost loved ones and lost spouses and lost children and, and all of this pain that they go through. But what's always amazed me is the testimony that these individuals have through all that. All the doctors, all the nurses, all the other families in the waiting room that get to see the hope that they have. You see, because when our faith is tested to see whether it is genuine or not, it is not just for our sake. It's for the sake of those around us so that we can be a testimony to them. Because when they see that you can go through the hard times and hold on to that hope, it's not that you're not going to shed a tear. We're going to cry. We're going to have pain. We're going to struggle with the same things everybody else struggles with. The idea is that when you go through this and you're being tested, just like gold is being tested, that others will see it and they will recognize that your faith is a genuine faith, that it is a real faith, that your hope, is real that your hope is something to be desired that your hope is what they need in their life it's amazing to me to see people with those kind of testimonies it says more precious than gold though it perishes by fire the interesting thing about gold when it's tested is that it's melted down and as it's melted down the impurities rise to the top and are scraped off when you're being tested like gold the heat's going to come and it's going to bring out in you all the impurities that god wants to clean out of you so that you can be purified like gold but it's this testing of our faith that demonstrates to others the hope that we have can so it's also that a result in the praise and glory and honor at the revelation of jesus christ Verse 8 says, Though you have not seen him, you love him. Though you do not now see him, you believe in him and rejoice with joy that is inexpressible and filled with glory. I mean, when you look at this and people, when you go through these times, these hard times, and you hold on to that hope that you have, God will fill you with a joy that is inexpressible and filled with glory. It is unexplainable. It is not something that can be understood from the outside looking in, but people will see it and they'll wonder why. They'll wonder what it is that you have. They'll wonder what the what is the hope that you have that allows you to endure. And not only does it allow you to endure, it allows you to thrive in the difficulty. It's not that you're just gonna survive it. You're gonna thrive in it because you have a hope. That is genuine you have a living hope because christ is alive it is what separates what we believe from every other religion on the face of the planet from every other belief system on the face of the planet and it's what separates our hope from every other hope on the face of the planet jesus is alive our hope is living it says verse 9 obtaining the outcome of your faith the salvation of your souls So that's the end result here. It's not just that we have a living hope. It's not just that we are going to be able to make it through the hard times. It's that we have a hope that in the end, we will see Jesus face to face and that we will be saved, right? Not just from our sins, we'll be saved from the pain and the agony of this world. And we'll be able to live with him forever in our heavenly dwelling That He is keeping for us a heavenly dwelling that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading. And He is keeping it for us, waiting for us, right? It's there waiting for us for when we get to see Him face to face. You see, in verse 10, it says, Concerning the salvation, the prophets who prophesied about the grace that was to be yours, searched and inquired carefully, inquiring what person or time the Spirit of Christ in them was indicating when he, He predicted the sufferings of Christ and the subsequent glories it was revealed to them that they were serving not themselves but you and the things they have now been announced to you through those who preach the good news to you by the holy spirit sent from heaven things into which angels long to look so all of those who come before all of those in the old testament who were prophesying about the coming of christ they were searching for the coming of christ it says here that they were doing it not for themselves but for you and and peter speaking to the exiles and that's if if you listen to the little short episode that i put up there about who peter is and the identity that how he identifies himself you remember that he's talking to people who are in exile they are going through hard times they are suffering for the in sake of christ and he's telling that you have a living hope and that in that you can have joy that is inexpressible and filled with glory so next time that you are going through a hard time i mean the reality is is that we are going to go through hard times if you're not going through one now you're going to go through one or you might just be coming out of one you might even have a hard time that lasts till the day you die Paul calls those light momentary afflictions. I know that's hard to believe, but that's part of the hope that we have. But When you're going through these hard times in your life, when you are struggling to see the light at the end of the tunnel, when you're struggling to see the end to it, just hold on to that hope. Hold on to what you know. Hold on to Christ. Hold on to what he's done in your life. I don't know where you're at today. I'm not sure who's listening to this, what you're struggling with or what you're going through, but you have hope. And if you don't know Christ as your savior, then you do not have this hope. That's why, that's why it's so important for you to understand that Christ died to pay your sin debt so that you could have this hope. That's why he did it. He did. He did it out of love. For us, he paid your sin debt, paid mine out of love for us and out of a desire to glorify his Father. And it says in Romans that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So, what are you facing today? What struggles are you going through? Where do you need to see the hope? I know if you're like me, that when you're in these hard times, it seems like they're going to last forever. And there's times where it can feel like it's hopeless. Like it's never going to end. And and sometimes it may even be like you start to see the end of it and you think, I'm getting ready to come out of it. And then something else happens and you fall right back down into a valley. Just struggling to claw your way out of it, to claw your way to the top of it. Just remember that we have a living hope. Jesus is alive.